a competitive edge, Trinity graduate John Finkelton was appointed Commander of the Order of the British Empire, CBE, in the New Year's Honours List. The former Chairman of the Irish Competition Authority and Chief Executive of the UK's Office of Fair Trading is now founding CEO of his own business consultancy firm, Fingleton. We catch up to talk Trinity, dyslexia, regulation and Brexit. John Fingleton is used to jumping in at the deep end. When the job of Chairman of the Competition Authority in Ireland came up in 2000, he was a 34-year-old lecturer in Trinity's Department of Economics. I knew nothing about running anything, but I had strong views on competition in Ireland, and I thought it needed to be shaken up, so I went for it. And to everybody's surprise, including my own, I got it. Five years later, when he was appointed Chief Executive of the Office of Fair Trading in the UK, it was an even bigger leap. I went from leading an office of 50 people to one of 750 people, with responsibility not only for competition, but for consumer protection and regulating the credit market. He did feel a bit of imposter syndrome, but what stood to him was his ability to adapt to new environments. First honed as a Trinity freshman in 1983, I was the only person from the 90 or so students in my year at school in Leash to go to Trinity, and I had no real idea of what to expect. I guess I was a bit intimidated at first. There were students whose parents had houses in London and went skiing at Christmas, which was very far from my farming background. But I'm reasonably good at reading signals and understanding people and their interests. I found I enjoyed being around different people and adapting to new environments. As an undergraduate, he threw himself into different student activities, running student union elections, chairing Amnesty International, and what was then Lesbian and Gay Sock, and getting involved with DUBS, Dublin University Business and Economic Society. Academically, his time was transformative because his dyslexia, undiagnosed in school, was tackled by Professor John O'Hagan. I started off studying maths and economics, and I was getting first-class honours in maths, but a 2-2 in economics, and John thought something wasn't adding up. So he got me to write an essay every week for two terms, and that taught me how to absorb information and put an argument together. The effect was dramatic. Finkelton gave up maths, got scholars in economics, founded the seminal Student Economic Review, celebrating its 35th anniversary this year, and embarked on an academic career. Like many of his peers, he headed to the UK on graduation. But where his friends went straight into banking or management consulting, he did a PhD in Newfield College, Oxford. It was on intermediation, bringing buyers and sellers together, quite dry. He lectured in the London School of Economics before returning to Trinity as a lecturer in the Department of Economics in 1991. Getting involved with the Centre for Economic Policy Research plugged me back into the British and European Research Network. I co-wrote a book on competition policy in Eastern Europe. I was still doing a lot of theory, but getting very interested in the policy end. And that's what led me to the Competition Authority in Ireland. The authority was small by later standards, but preparing to expand. Finkelton's first job was to hire about 15 people, which was brilliant because I got to shape the agency and I took on some very dynamic people, including Carol Boat, 
who is now the Lotto Regulator, and Vivian Ryan, who is Senior at the Consumer Protection Commission, and John Evans, now a Director at Comreg. These were all talented Trinity alumni. It was an exciting time to be shaping competition policy. The then Minister for Enterprise, Trade and Employment, Mary Harney, had got cross-party agreement on strengthening competition law and making merger law independent and taking ministers out of decisions. At their first meeting, she gave him a piece of advice. She said, please don't turn this into a think tank. It has to do practical things. She's an astute observer of people, Mary. I think I was tending towards creating a think tank and that stopped me. It's something I've seen in other people who are good mentors. They give just one piece of advice which sticks in the mind. He helped introduce the Irish Competition Act in 2002 and recalls taking a personal interest in shaking up estate agents' commissions. They were all on 2% commission. Property prices were going up fivefold and agents' fees at the same rate. It wasn't obvious that what they were doing had got more valuable, so I encouraged people to shop around. When I sold my house in Dublin in 2006, I got different price offers from estate agents, which wouldn't have happened a few years earlier. The most valuable lesson he learned was how politics and public opinion interact with industry when you're trying to make changes. And he applied this to his next role as Chief Executive of the Office of Fair Trading in the UK from 2005 to 2012. We took on a lot of big businesses on competition law offences, which hadn't been used before. And then came the really difficult set of issues around the financial crisis and the collapse of the banking system. I recall for the merger of Lloyds and HBOS, the government having to amend competition law to bypass independent merger control. He worked well with Peter Mandelson as Secretary of State for Business. But when the coalition government came in, there were two years of constant debates and fighting with politicians about the shape of competition law and there was a lot of business pushback. I felt it was important from a public service point of view that we shaped the law so I stayed on until the legislation was formed. I was asked to stay and run the new merged agency, but I'd done seven years at that stage, which was long enough. He stepped down in summer of 2012 and for six months worked as a sort of economic policy advisor to David Cameron's government. Then he set up his own consultancy, Fingleton, advising businesses on complex regulatory and competition issues, from startups to multinationals. I didn't set out to grow the business, but you hire, and now we're about 20 people. It's a really outstanding group and includes a few Trinity alumni, including Dermot Nolan, who was a scholar the year behind me and ran the energy regulator in Ireland, and then Ofgem, the UK energy regulator. They focus on UK regulatory issues, though they have advised on regulatory issues in Ireland. Thus far, Brexit has been very slow to unfold in terms of impact on competition regulation within the UK. A lot of the issues affecting businesses are bureaucratic rather than big regulatory decisions. But what has changed is that the UK has become a stronger global competition agency. Previously, cases involving, say, Microsoft or Facebook were dealt with by the European Commission or a member state agency on behalf of the rest. But now, if you've got a big global merger, 
you need approval from the Americans, the Europeans, the Chinese and the British. So the UK has become a big force. And while that's not necessarily great for business generally, it has been good for my business because we're trying to help people navigate that. He sits on the board of UK Research and Innovate, which funds academic research and business innovation, a bit like Science Foundation Ireland and the Irish Research Council. His CBE is for service to the economy and to innovation. He lives and works in London, but gets back to Leash frequently to visit family and to cycle. I cycle, cook and garden, very conventional middle-aged pursuits. His prognosis for the coming year? A possible new COVID variant could create uncertainty. Other than that, I think we'll see a lot of focus on accelerating digital change and trying to address problems around technology. Interestingly, he doesn't think competition policy can solve all our tech problems. People put faith in competition because competition tools are tough and punitive. But disinformation, fake news and addiction are much bigger problems than monopolies and much more difficult to solve. It's not clear to me that if you broke up Facebook, for example, that you would address these issues. You would just have multiple companies doing this. We need to think about different regulatory models and approaches to this.